Thank you for visiting 32 Kings Road, hosted by the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. Yes, sir. We got another intimate show. <laughs> it's just four of us. Uh, this is episode 13. Four and a half. 13 of our 32 Kings Road vodcast, and uh, today we're going to... Uh, nominate a new winner for the Brexit Bootbag Award. We've got uh, two more additions to our bad name ballers roster. Uh, and we're going to cover just some hot topics around the NFL. Um, but at first, I need to know what my brothers are sipping on. Red O, what you sipping on, brother? Ooh. What are you sipping on? I mean, you know, I had a, I had a couple things I could have sipped on. <laughs> but in, in honor of Team Unity... I'm going to give up my sipping on, and I am going to let Kenyon sing the Bruin Fight song because <laughs> he was the loser this week. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> mm. And this is his third time. I and tied with Skinny. Yes, and you have the and worst what? record. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> it's arithmetic, buddy. <laughs> hey, so I'm happy. I'm so. This is a great present. This is the back door. What are you doing? <laughs> so we back knew. Door balling. We knew since you you weren't going to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought I got away with it. No, no, nah, nah, brother. We got you queued up. <laughs> so uh, <you> Rita. <laughs> In interest of time. Let's press play, and the the lyrics will come up, you know, like I did, um, you know, kind of, kind of like the, uh, you know, you go to the the little uh, lounge and little you have karaoke, karaoke. little karaoke, mm -hmm. yeah. With the so here we go, brother. One. <laughs> From far and near, get the it. mighty brewing world. Whoa, whoa. you, yeah, C, A, L, A, okay, U, C, L, A, trash, 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 CNN. No. <laughs> we are the mighty Bruins, best team in the no. <laughs> yes, we are fighting on victory to conquer all the rest. Not USC. We are the mighty Bruins. <laughs> Triumphant evermore. And you can hear from far and near. Closer to the, the mic. mighty Bruin roar. You. Yeah. Oh, good. Nah, we got it. You know, go. We got Great job. There you go. Clap it up for him. Let's get a golf clap. Let's get a golf clap for Kenny Ken. Great That's some job. bullshit. <laughs> I didn't think you had it in Y'all motherfuckers didn't even tell me. Right. Well, yeah, what was the point? Shit, I'm surprised and happy at the <laughs> same time. I thought it was a tie. Shit, it was I... a tie. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Less what you sipping on. <laughs> um, I had a couple things to sip on, but one thing, Richard Jefferson... He said today they visited the White House, visited Obama, mm -hmm. the basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He said that. Oh, wow. He said this will be the last time an NBA team comes to the White House. Because now with Donald Trump in office, what NBA team is going to go there? Boston Celtics. Are you sure? Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> Yeah, Boston, first off, they're not winning. So let, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, let's they get that go. out the way. Danny wow. Angel be first in line. It'll be all front office. <laughs> That's Co it. Co is it Cody Zeller who plays it? See? Wow. One of the Zellers plays See? it. Well, speaking of that, uh, I'm actually sipping on the political immaturity mm. that is threatening to stifle the most viable form of revolution that can take place within this country. You have millennials who now make up the same population of the U.S. voting age as the baby boomers. And they are, in fact, the most in tune with the social and economic injustice of the American system. And what I must say to you, millennials, is that you cannot lose focus in the three years between presidential elections. 
And you must not lose fervor when your solitary candidate is no longer in play. You have to mature to the point where you understand that revolution has never been nor will ever be about one individual, but rather it is about the many. But I'm also sipping on the political immaturity of black Negroes in America who just eight years ago came together in a most beautiful way to elect our current president. But they must also remember that voting is the most important exercise that builds the muscle of any republic. And when you stop exercising that muscle, the entire republic becomes limp. And we are a limp republic today. And then finally, to bring it back to sports, Colin Kaepernick, you do a disservice to the movement when your words betray your action. The Malcolm X video that you posted yesterday on social media in which Malcolm comments on exercising or not exercising the right to vote was commentary delivered within the context of the idea of political maturity, which is something that we as the black Negro in America have not attained. Political maturity first requires an awareness of the power of your vote, a vote at all levels of government. Once the black Negro consistently exercises that right and the impact is felt throughout the electorate, then we can strategically align or even disengage from the political process. And it's that shift of power that will help to affect change. That's what Malcolm was referencing. And Colin, we are nowhere near that point. So that positive energy that your public protest brought to the movement has been seriously challenged by your decision not to vote. Colin, we must crawl before we can walk. We need to wake up. And that's what I'm sipping on. You see what happens when we make them sing the UCLA fight song? Whew. Man. Joe, what you sipping on? <laughs> Terrell uh, Shit How do you follow that right mm. Great job Ken Um well You saying we need to wake up and um <laughs> I'm saying we need to sleep <laughs> And let's keep sleeping <laughs> And keep sleeping Sleep. Don't wake up Sleeping is the new Moritz Bowringer Look What I'm sipping on <laughs> is sleep. Please every co everybody continue to sleep on the now probably five and four Baltimore Ravens. Oh, continue. <clears throat> Got my fatigues on today. Going to war. Keep sleeping on us. Because oh, when God. you sleep on us, we succeed. Man, y'all had a great win today. Who'd you play? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> The Look, undefeated Cleveland. No, seriously, seriously, though. Four no, and four seriously. Ravens, which are now possibly the five and four Ravens. I, I, th I think it's safe to say they're going to yeah. be five, five and four. four. Yeah. Five, <laughs> five and four Ravens. We're sitting on the top of our division. Yes. When about two weeks ago, we're, we're, we're third, almost scared to be fourth. You know? And the only reason why I said that is because you're talking about three weeks ago, Browns could have won three games, and then now we're close to being tied for fourth with them. You know? But. We're we're at, we're at five and four. Are you comparing yes. yourself we're, we're to the Browns? Two. No, I'm he not should. comparing myself to the Browns. They're what I'm under, saying is, they're, they're uh, we're two and zero in our division. Wins. I know, but three weeks ago, four weeks ago, they could have been at four and four. Comparing myself to the Browns, what they're I'm saying they're, is, they're, they're, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Big Brother is watching. <laughs> oh, Donald <laughs> Trump is already here. Oh, shit! <laughs> it's like, what what's, happened? what's going on here? <laughs> Um, what were you but, saying, but, Joe? But let's, what, what I want to talk about. Whatever it was, it was apt. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. What, what, I'm talk, what I want to talk about is, is we're 2-0 right now it, in, in our division. So uh, at the end of the day, we're, we, we, we were missing Ryan Jensen, uh, Yanda, Wright, Gilmore, Ellis, Dumaville, and Henry tonight. Yes. And we still pulled it off. Yes. The defense is rolling. Dumaville. Yeah. Yeah, Elvis Dumerville. I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the defense the defense is rolling. Yes. On on, on the sleep tip, mm -hmm. on the low. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know, I, I just see ourselves our remaining games are at Cowboys next week, which we're gonna which we're gonna pull the upset. L. Okay. All right. Bengals mm, at home. L. 
Uh-huh. We're going to get that one. Okay. Dolphins at home. Let's go with them. Eight and okay. four. Right. You're eight and four. Pats at home. Okay. And is, Brady. Is that a win? That is a win. So you're 10 and four. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Eagles lost at home. Uh huh. Show. Okay. No, no, no. Stay with them. Let's stay with me. 11 and four. 11 and four. I'm with you, Joe. Keep going. Steelers. We're at the Steelers. They yeah. get us back. So 11 and five. Okay. And then we're at the Bengals. Okay, we're going to probably sit that's, some dudes. That's too many games at that point. No. 11 and 5. So you are you I'm counting already the the win with the the uh the Browns. Okay, so you're you're saying you're going to finish the season at 10 and 6. 10 and 6. You're calling 10 and 6. I'm calling 10 and 6. So you beat the Patriots. We do beat the Patriots. Okay, I want that steak dinner. Okay, so okay. you forfeited the steak dinner with Omar with Houston. I want the steak dinner that says that they won't go 10 and 6. I'll even take the Norm steak dinner. I mean, I want Mastro. Oh, he wants the know. steak dinner too. Yeah. I Okay, yeah. we well, you can take us both it, to Norms. Yeah, exactly. We'll do we'll do a little triad at Norms. Yeah. Okay. Ten I mean, and six. Both of y'all are cute, so yeah, I take y'all. <laughs> and, I just want some French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, need to stay dinner. I just want some French fries. I want some French fries. But but no, listen. We listen. Flacco numbers. I'm, he didn't have a really good game tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, this but season. right now <laughs> he's been uh, he's flipping a coin. Oh, Flacco is, is is like you flip the coin with yes. him. The defense is playing so good. Tonight. The defense is playing so good. It doesn't matter. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Okay, and this is a real question. I actually thought of this tonight because they put up a graphic in the game tonight where, okay, so in 2012, I believe, mm-hmm. when he went 4-0 in the playoffs, 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He got the contract after that, right? He did get the contract yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. There were four games prior to that. He had 10 touchdowns, his best four games. Before the, the the 2012 best four game stretch, uh, ten touchdowns, one interception. There's been one four game stretch after that, ten touchdowns, three interceptions. I believe that was 2014. Mm-hmm. My question to you is this, Joe, and I, I please, I, I I implore you for the sake of our show to answer this, not necessarily as a fan, as a football man. As a okay. football coach, I don't know if he could separate that. If he does not win that Super well, Bowl, he's here. If he if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, if he doesn't have that stretch, would you really be happy with Joe Flacco? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm still on the, the dark side with with Joe. Okay. After after his first two years, to me, he's been he's he's been really conservative. It's like, and especially when he got hurt last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's trying to not get hurt. He's trying to prolong his career as long as he can, make as much money as he can, so mm-hmm. when he's done playing, he's good. But conservative play, okay, that's fine, but conservative play usually means uh, you know, safe throws. You're trying to be turnover averse. His turnovers are high. Even Who's this he year, to throw even to? even this year, six touchdowns, well, eight picks. So, well, he has actually eight touchdowns and seven picks. But, you know, <laughs> you sure, Joe? Yeah, I'm positive. Eight what, touchdowns, I, seven picks. Are, are you counting and, and, tonight? No, I'm not counting. I'm not counting tonight. Hmm. Eight touchdowns, seven picks, mm-hmm. right? And he has 2,078 yards. So, passing. a lot okay. of turnovers. Yeah, he does. He has a lot of turnovers, but he, he's coming back from a year where he just ripped his knee up. Right. You know, so you, you know, as a football player, you're going to be really timid. But I guess my point know? is, is even if you take, basically, if you take away that 2012 playoff, Right, he's basically Ryan Tannehill. No, he's not. Okay, if you go back to you 2000, the line on that one. Listen, <laughs> listen, he ain't that dark side on him. He's not. Okay, he he's he's actually when you look at it, and and, and I did this since 2008. Yep. Right. With, let's talk postseason. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL postseason. Okay. He he's a, has a ten and four record. Okay, with seven road wins. Mm-hmm. The next closest guy to him on road wins since 2008 is Mark Sanchez with four. Right. That's in 2009 but, but and 2010. Seven, that's fine. But of those seven road wins, take away four from 2012. And that's my question to you is, does he still look the same? That's my question. Like, are, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys, because what I hear from you guys, especially you guys, and you are the three most, you know, the other two being Devin and Kevin who aren't here. Um, Baltimore fans, closest Baltimore fan, you're Baltimore fans that I'm the closest with, you guys, you basically give Joe a pass because of what he did now five years ago. And it's like, okay, is he really good then? He's really, really good. Are you okay with it? Um, He's good. He does the job. He gets it done. Again, I'll say the same thing. He has nobody to throw to. Well, he does now. 
Yeah, Who? but you agree, Mike Wallace. He's I taking the roof again. off. Okay. What, he, what he's not. Okay. I mean, he, well, I mean, I he, mean had, he had Anquan Bolden, who is no slouch. He has Steve Smith. He An- he, Anquan Bolden he is, he is not a number one. Mm, at that time, no. At that time, he yeah. Steve Smith. I never saw Anquan Bolden you don't as like a T? true number one because he played. Because he played. He's a good with, number. He one. played the majority of his career with Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. Again, I'll say it again. He was never a true number one. But if you look at his numbers, his yeah. his numbers are on the like his numbers were remarkable with Larry Fitzgerald. He was doing 12, 1,300 yards a year with Larry Fitzgerald. And you look at what he's doing even with Detroit right now, this year, as a f- really a third option, but really Stafford goes to him as equally as he does That's everyone else. they don't have a running back. <laughs> they just throw every down. But one thing he is, he will gut out some yards. I mean, I yeah. give That's you, the toughest man on the field when he's out there. I mean, if you go once you go past Anquan, for a long time, I'll say this, for a long time, I've heard these guys talk about Torrey Smith. Yeah. And it's like, really, that's not. But, but, but listen. So I, to your, your point, I'm, I, I hear what you're saying, Omar, but it's for, not like the cupboard's been completely bare. It has. Do you think I he agree can with, you, For a you, long time, we didn't have any receivers. What receivers did we have? Lee Evans? Because he, <laughs> it, we're still looking for him. <laughs> That's a sore spot. You know, <laughs> it, it, we, we, just until like I really feel be, comfortable though. with the receivers when 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 Bolden and um, Tory mm-hmm. and um, those guys was there. It was a it, they weren't superstar receivers, mm-hmm. okay? A- Anquan, yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. but they got the job done. I you know, this year gritty. is the first year, and I'm super excited. We have some. Good receivers this year. Flacco is is like I said, and he's, he's middle of the road. He's this year. the middle of the road because he's iffy. And you're Once okay he with gets that. Gets that out of his head. Yeah, I'm good. Ten and six, we make the playoffs. Boom! Like I said, <laughs> he the man. He he's the best quarterback that that's, any team, any that playoff that is, team. Your wants. your ten and six is regarding them beating the Patriots Depending and Dallas. upon them beating yeah the Patriots and, and Dallas. Dallas. Well, well I, that's I, why I, I want the steak dinner, Omar. You, don't yeah. mess up my steak dinner. <laughs> well, 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 hey, do you think well, do you think Flacco can lead you back to the Super Bowl? Six. We said 10 and 6. 10 and 6 is 10 and 6 cuz if they lose to <laughs> Dallas and they lose to the Patriots, then that just means they're going to beat Cincinnati and the Steelers at the end. Exactly. <laughs> Sleep. And on, <laughs> Sleep. And on that note, <laughs> We're going to go to our, our, our winner. We have a, another winner this week of the League Ambassadors uh, Brexit Boot Bag Award. Last week, it was Mr. Josh Huff. Uh, and this week, uh, our winner is Mr. Walt Anderson. I beg your pardon. This week, it is Dr. Walt Anderson. It is Dr. Walt Anderson. He's a doctor. He He's a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> a doctor. <laughs> he is definitely a dentist, um, which is ironic because he kicked somebody in the teeth this week with his decision. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, he kicked Rex Ryan in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, Him and his crew. So to explain, just the end of the half, the Buffalo Bills are playing the Seattle Seahawks. Richard Sherman lined up offsides, got a quick jump, and tried to block the kick, but he ran into the kicker. Kicker went down, grabbed his knee. They only called the offsides. They didn't call the personal foul for him running to the kicker. So now the kicker has to leave for one play. Right. So the Buffalo Bills spiked the ball. Now everybody's mad because they realized it should have been a foul called on roughing the kicker, which would have been, I think, an automatic first down. Mm -hmm. Um, And they wouldn't have had to kick the ball. Yep. So the next game... I mean, the next uh, play, the kicker comes back in. They get a delay of game. So once they get the delay of game, they push the kicker back. He misses the field goal. So now instead of being a three-point lead, it's a six-point lead. Coming up in the second half, the team plays differently because they need to score a touchdown to win or two field goals instead of just three. They eventually lose the game. So we got a referee who basically changed the whole game, the outcome of the game, because of two stupid plays that he was right in front of. And it was his fault. So he gets the Brexit boot bag award for this week. <laughs> Dr. Time, Walt Anderson. How many Dr. times can you Walt mess Anderson. up on one play? Yeah. That's crazy. That's Anytime crazy. the... the um, 
who well, I forgot the guy's name who's in charge of officiating. He he sent out a tweet right after the game talking about they're going to get uh, um, disciplined. They're going to get Dan Bland, Dean Bland, Blandino. Him. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. They're going to get disciplined because anytime it happens right after the game, meaning somebody was watching the game and was like, all right, that that's, that's terrible. Yeah. Richard Sherman, he did say, he said he didn't hear a whistle. And the way that he explained it, which I, I get, I get as a football player and also as someone that's watched the game, is usually in no situation. You a football player? <laughs> Whatever, mm. Joe. Mm. <laughs> you want to come see me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> when? <laughs> Sleep. I forgot who I was talking to. Thanksgiving, baby. Uh, uh, Y'all in trouble, man. As a, as a football player, I'm if you on Joe's kids' team. You play, <laughs> you play to the whistle. You play to the whistle. Mm-hmm. And usually in those situations, it, it was no different. And the way he explained it, I thought was so beautiful. He was like, it's no different than, and he used Aaron Rodgers as mm-hmm. the example. You know, some a player's offsides, and as long as the quarterback isn't in danger, the referees will the allow play the play to go, go and they'll usually they'll get a first down or they get a touch. It's basically a free play. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, that's how he looked at it because he's like, well, they didn't blow the whistle. I was offsides, so I'm still going to go in. And he did actually block the kick. And so from that standpoint, he's like, there shouldn't have been unsportsmanlike penalty call. Because I didn't hear the whistle. The whistle wasn't blown. There's a question as to whether the whistle was blown or not. Mm-hmm. But he's playing through because that's what you're that's taught, what Coach Joe. You that's play to teach. the whistle. But and because he, because if the because if because if he hadn't done that and they kicked the field goal, even if they call him for the outsides, the field goal still would have been good. They declined the penalty. But, and they, exactly. but there's a penalty for running to running question into the of, kicker, though, right? Question: Is there a not penalty? If he blocked it. Exactly. Not if he if blocked, he blocked it, it, is there a penalty? Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no penalty. There's so. no penalty, and he did, and he, he you know he got he got part of the ball. So, you know, it's an interesting thing. Walt, Walt Anderson is our Brexit book back player of the week. Dr. Walt Anderson. Sorry. Dentist. DDS. <laughs> DDS. DDS. DDS Walt Anderson is our Brexit book bag uh, award I'm going to say this, week. though. That's, it's the best job in the world to work one or two days a week and get paid six figures. Oh, agree. Yeah. A referee. referee. NFL not referees. <laughs> I'm Sleep. Not all of them. <laughs> Trust me. That's where they end up. Yeah. All I right. Mean, so what we want to do for this show is we actually just want to cover some NFL hot topics, some of the hottest topics that have gone on. Actually, one of the one of the hot topics that's kind of been circulating within within the NFL is this idea, and they've discussed it before, and I think they're going to talk about it more in the offseason, whether or not referees, at least the head referees, the white hats as we call them in the game, if they should actually be full-time employees. We won't get into that. That's not one of our hot topics. Uh, we want to cover, we want to talk about uh, the Green Bay Packers. We want to discuss Eli Manning. Did you know, actually, that this guy hasn't missed a football game in 12 years? And he actually is down for 202 straight starts. Uh, you know, as you guys have, have already picked up on, uh, we had an election this week nationwide in San Diego. The voters said no to a new stadium. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about Kevin Turner. Uh, also the Kansas City Chiefs, and then we'll conclude with Jameis Winston. Uh, as far as the Green Bay Packers go, listen to this. I got some numbers I want to throw out here to you guys. The last 20 games, 9-11. and 11. They are 4-5 and five at Lambeau. Okay? In the last 20 games, they have, from Aaron Rodgers, the same amount of 300-yard passing games as the Cleveland Browns. They only have three. From okay. Aaron Rodgers. This week, this week after the game, uh, they lost at home to uh, the Indianapolis Colts, which definitely cost me. Um, hey, but, clap. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, he talked about the fact that there just wasn't enough energy on the field. McCarthy kind of mentioned the same thing. Brett Favre, Green Bay Packer legend, basically said McCarthy and Favre, need to stop talking about what's going on and show some action. Um, they have a stale offense. The defense is bottoming out. They're in the bottom 10 of every category defensively. And the question I want to ask is, listen, Mike McCarthy won the Super Bowl five years ago. Is a change needed in Green Bay? Hmm. Is it time for a change in Green Bay? I mean, and we've talked about coaches before in our history segments. We've talked about, you know, the value of stability and patience versus being volatile and making a change. Here in Green Bay, we have a situation where they've been stable. They've had some success, 
It's been five years now, though. And it looks like, I mean, we're seeing the same stale offense, no adjustments, receivers aren't necessarily breaking open. Is it time to switch it up? Is it time to change? I'll put it out there for you guys. Les, what you think? Honestly, I feel like last year we thought no Jordy Nelson was the reason for the lackluster offense. Jordy Nelson comes back this year. Obviously, he's not the same. I feel like their offense was built off of we have Jordy Nelson blowing the roof off of defense. And then we have Cobb working underneath, Devontae having the back shoulder throws and everything else. Now they don't have someone taking the top off. And I feel like they need somebody like that. They need a speedster to make this offense work. Mm -hmm. So does a change needed? You either need to draft somebody or pick somebody up that bolsters that offense and gives them what Jordy used to give them, or you need to change the offense completely. Red O, is it... Is it is it that they need a receiver to take the top off, or is it the absence of a running game? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, they, I mean, they've never really had a run, running game, um, but there was at least a threat, a mirage <laughs> of a running game. You thought it, and they would play off that. But this year, with Jordy, you can tell he's not all the way there yet, and there's zero running game, and then you take. A-Rod, who doesn't have the greatest mechanics in the first place. So if if there isn't room to have error and you don't have great mechanics, then you have issues. Um, my thing with coaches is always, like I'll bring it back to the Bears, Lovey Smith. There was a point where it was like, we was 10-6 the year he got fired. We knew that was it. It's time to go. It's time to move on. Is that it for Green Bay? Is it? Is, and that's is the this, question. The question is, is the question. If you're the ownership, especially after losing to the Colts, hmm. do you think McCarthy can make them better? I mean, because even the even the season they went to, the, they won the Super Bowl. It was kind of like that Flacco 2012. They were ten and six. Mm-hmm. They won a division, but then they got hot. Mm-hmm. They got hot. They went four and zero. I thought the Bears was going to beat them that year, right? And they went all the way. Joe, you thought that is it? I mean. I know from a, I know you're going to be sympathetic to the coaches because it's their job. But honestly, if if it looks like they've plateaued, is a change needed in Green Bay? Okay, this this is what I'll, I'll say. Okay, the Packers are going to be fine. Okay, they're four and four. All right, um, Aaron Rodgers, he'll be fine. You know, uh, he has some guys missing. Uh, he has no running back, and like y'all said, he has no one to take the top off. All right. Um, Do we need the whiteboard top off? Take the top off. Okay. Take the top off. Yeah, Stretch the field. Yeah. Stretch the field. There you go, yeah. Joe. Um, the coach. I don't think he's gonna be fine. <laughs> 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 um. Getting a, a, a new contract, getting the Super Bowl, it, it, it gives you a, a renewal on life. Mm-hmm. And it's like restarting over. Okay. You got three to four to three, get back. Three to four years to get back to the Super Bowl. Or even four to five. Is that the mandate? Five is like. Well, you got to think, two years ago, weren't they an onside kick from going to the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And I, they, think, I think he gets another year. They thought. Uh, part of the problem is they were bragging and boasting about their defense this year. Yeah. They thought they were going to have the best run defense yeah. in the league. And that's what and, I and hold on, hold on. That's me, what I'd me, be concerned about. Keep going. Let me jump on that. They they thought they were going to have a, a real good run defense. Some good uh, ha ha dicks. It's coming around. This is his second year. You didn't right? say it right. <laughs> I didn't. How was I going to say it? You got to say it. You got to put Clinton in there. Yeah, Clinton. Put Clinton. <laughs> Clinton. Clinton. And then it's got to be. You got to give it. To, yeah. You got to give it the Simpsons treatment on the ha ha, and then Clinton Dicks. Clinton Dicks. Listen, <laughs> the Packers are where we were last year with the injury bug. Uh huh. Okay, they have Cobb. Okay, he's on LP. Okay, 
Yeah. All right, limited to practice. Yep. Okay, with a hamstring. You got Cook. He's on LP. Jared ankle. Cook, yeah. Okay. They you, thought he was going to really help them at the tight end position. You have Hyde. He's on LP. Micah Hyde. You have TJ uh, Lang. Mm-hmm. He's on DMP. Okay. So, you, you got Clay Matthews. He's on DMP. He's missed some games. Okay. Yep. You have Randall. Okay. Groin. Another groin with Rollins. Um, you have Starks, which he just got back this week. Right. With a knee. Right. He's on LP. Yeah. Okay. Limited time to practice. Okay. And then you got, uh, what was it, uh, uh, JC uh, Trotter? Trotter. Trotter. Yeah. JC Trotter. Okay. He's, he's out with a knee. Okay. I mean, they they've had a wide so receiver starting so, so you're saying it's injuries. Especially defensively. Defensively, they have uh, 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 d- two DTs, three cornerbacks, a linebackers, a linebacker, and then on offense they have two a, a center, a guard, and a tight end. And then, they, have, of course, we know they don't have any running backs. Talking about on injured. Injured, yeah. Yes. These dudes, I mean, it, it, and they're still 4-4. Four that's you know? because they play in the NFC North, <laughs> and that's another, so okay. So and that and so then that becomes another question, right? Because it's like, are you grading on a curve? Yeah, you have to. N- not because of the injuries, though. But you know, you look at the last so the the last three years since since they went to the Super Bowl, they were eight seven and one. They had a tie. Okay, they went to the playoffs. They they lost in the first round. Then they went twelve and four. They got to the second round, but one and one. Last year, ten and six, one and one, but it's like those records; those are good records because the quality of the division hasn't been up to snuff, and that's again why I'm asking. The question is, okay, if you want to get a new coach, right? Mm-hmm. So you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. You have to be cognizant of what happens next, so you have to have a plan in place. Who is going to be the next coach? Before you get rid of the coach, when you have a quarterback like that, you kind of have to know who the next coach is going to be already. Right. And I think part of that is you as ownership and a GM, and maybe that's the problem, the GM, because we know Ted Thompson is very peculiar in terms of how he runs his franchises. He doesn't like trades, doesn't really like bringing in free agents. He likes to draft from within mm-hmm. and then pay those guys. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the issue there. But I think his ownership is about diagnosing what the problem is. I'm just saying this, the franchise seems very stale and stagnant. And in the last 20 games coming into the season, even with the injuries, mm-hmm. it seems like they've plateaued. And I think both, and and you have a quarterback, a very good quarterback, an elite quarterback, even who you don't want to waste the rest of his prime. And that was the next thing I was going to say is, like, do you? That's why you have to know who's coming in next because he doesn't have that much longer where he, of of a prime left. So it's like, do you really want to start him over with a new offense? It, maybe it's the message. Maybe it's the voice. Does that carry weight in football? I know in basketball, I remember Phil Jackson. I'm a Lakers fan. Uh-huh. And the one thing he said, his father was a preacher. And he said, one thing that I learned from my dad was after five years, the, the message starts to get stale with the it congregation. Does. It does. Does that and happen I, in I, football? And I think that's where they're at right now. You know, I, I think I think he's losing the guys. He's losing, and, and doing the research on it, um, Aaron Rodgers, especially after last week, he's like, it's no emotion in the locker room. It's no emotion. And the, the most exciting thing that happened in that coach game was that fucking squirrel running around. The fans was just. So what does that tell you? <laughs> no one's no one's playing for this guy right now. You know, he's not. He he. I'm a rah-rah coach, mm-hmm. okay? And what a rah-rah coach is, is he, he's a, he's, it's two things. He's getting the guys hype, you know? He's, 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 he's getting these guys so excited that they'll run through a fucking brick wall for you. Mm-hmm. They'll go in the room, they'll chop heads off. They'll do whatever they ask you to do because they love you so much. Players coach, mm-hmm. okay? Right now, I think Mike is going through the system. He's like, this is my system. This is what I want. This is what we're going to do. Uh-huh. And he's trying to do it without the people that he needs to get it done. Uh-huh. So it's ultimately draining the players because as football players, because which I was a football player. I don't know about you, Kenyon, but I was an actual football player. Um, you, you, you live off. You strive off of your definitely coach. definitely overweight like a retired one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to crush you on Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> 
and then wiggle my body on you while I'm on the floor. All right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, but no, but no, but, but, but listen, they're not in bad shape. Okay. Okay. If they'd have won this week, I should say if they'd have been at what. Uh, five and and three, right? Right. Okay, and they'd have been tied for first place, but they right. didn't. Okay, but they didn't. So now they're and they four lost and four to a bad coast team. Okay, they're four and four. Mm -hmm. Okay, they still are two and one in their division. Okay. Okay. Let me ask and you this. Still, hold on, and they still have to play the Bears. Okay, the Lions and the Vikings. If they can get them three wins, they they can win a division. The Packers. Right. Are they going to win Sunday less against Tennessee? Yes, they beat Tennessee. On the road. Mm -hmm. On the road. All right. Uh, real quick. I think he's the only one who picked them, right? I might have been. I might have been the lone wolf on that one. No, actually, it was me. I picked oh, Tennessee. Oh, you picked them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. picked the Packers. I, I didn't want to say Packers. that. Okay. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. I knew That's somebody why. picked them. Well, what I comes did. after four losses? <laughs> okay. So, doing, real quick. doing a show with no shirt off. Show it off. We need something else. So, as I said Eli Manning, 202 straight starts. Uh, after this weekend, he's ninth all time in passing yards. He's seventh in TDs. Joe, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, Eli or no? Manning is definitely a Hall of Famer. Wow. Les, is he a Hall of Famer? Hall of Famer. Redo, is he a Hall of Famer? Eli, I will say this. If he keeps putting up the numbers he's putting up every his average, if he plays three more years. He can't do it. <laughs> if he plays three more years. Just fucking say yes. <laughs> Shit. Because there's nobody ahead of him on those lists. There's nobody ahead of him on those lists. No, no. On the, in the Hall of Fame or surefire Hall of Famer. You Give him his props. Yeah, he comes from a good. Go ahead, finish. Y'all ain't. If if he continues the same average that he does every oh, he's year, he's gonna say something ridiculous. That's why. No, no, no. If he continues the same average he does every year and only plays three more years, he's number four quarterbacks right. passing yardage all time. Ah, uh, so. that's behind Drew Brees and Tom Brady, who who are going to catch up to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. So he'll be number four all time just by getting thirty six hundred yards for three more years. So if he retired this year, would he be a Hall of Famer? Yes, because he's already number nine on passing yards. Mm -hmm. If you're top ten, you have to be, and you have how many Super Bowls? You have to be in the in the, in the Agreed. Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. All right, yeah, I mean, this, he comes from a good pedigree, so you know. Yeah, I I like to say that it's just karma for what Archie had to deal with as the quarterback. <laughs> yes, <laughs> quarterback. Because he, he's not in the Hall of Fame. No, no, not at all. He has two. And he also, and he also took a beating as a quarterback. Shit, like, like what's his name's been taking a beating at Florida State. Um, France, friends, Francois. Yeah, Francois. I feel sorry. Or the the Vikings, Sam Bradford. They caught on to his foolishness. So this week in San Diego, right? They had a prop. I believe it was prop C. I believe it was measure C. Basically, uh, they were going to boost the hotel tax, the tax on the leisure, tax on the hotels, to then pay for a new stadium. Uh, and it was a resounding no in San Diego. Um, 2020, the lease is up at Qualcomm. Uh, where do they go from here? Which is a fallacy because they can opt out anytime it, they want. Yeah, they it's can. A year to year. They can. Uh, where do they go from here, Les? Well, they're, they're actually going to delay the move to L.A. Um, they won't move next year because they want to amend the proposition. And try to change it to where the city will vote for them. Yeah, because um, they it's like they have a problem with it being in downtown. Yes. They actually don't even have a problem with paying for it to an extent. It's really the downtown issue, right? Exactly. And so if next year it does it goes on the ballot, it doesn't pass next year, it's gonna be welcome LA. So they Chargers. have but in order for that to happen, they have to get your Raiders to agree to not exercise their right to move to LA. So LA has first the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Raiders have first dibs. No, yeah. Chargers do. No, no. But Chargers the, do this year. Yes. I mean, okay. well, the next coming, the coming. If the Chargers season. don't this move year. this year because they're not, they want to put it on the ballot yeah. right, again next the year. The Raiders have the. The Raiders will have it, but the Raiders are trying to move to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. But they just want to get the Raiders to agree not to move to LA. Just would in case it not Las be Vegas a Davis move to backdoor them to backdoor this them like to big LA, brother? Yeah. It sure as hell Does would. it not? 
But I mean, if I'm the Raiders, it's the, the the go to Vegas. I want the Raiders to kind of come here though. Actually, I, I do. Do too. you? Yeah, I, I do. Too. I know. I won't. You do. I won't be. I, won't I want be to go mad. to Vegas because I, I want to make mad. a check I mean, every be, time I, they play I, the. I, I won't the be birds. mad, but then I don't want to be like one of those. The Rams. I don't want to be like one of those. longer be LA's team if they if the. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those weird fans that's like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of the Raiders, and you're in Vegas. I'd rather you move here than I'd feel better about it. But yeah. So the Raiders, so get they got to get from train, that bullet train that they're making, and you know, well, go to Vegas. Yeah. Did Proposition impasse? Yep. Okay, so Hell we are yeah. going to have a bullet train. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Now that doesn't affect Las Vegas or Nevada. No, but they want to do a bullet train. That'll be the end, and that'll probably make it faster if if the Raiders do move to Vegas. Yep. The mm-hmm. bullet train from Sacramento to uh, Nevada. All right, Kevin Turner. And I got I got a, I got I got two really good questions with this. Kevin Turner, uh, this week it came out. Um, he was a, a running back, fullback uh, in the NFL, played in the '90s. Um, I remember him specifically because he was the fullback for Ricky Waters when Ricky Waters led the league in rushing. Uh, Ambassador Skinny, I'm pretty sure remembers him very well. Um, but it hit home. He died of ALS earlier this year. Um, right before he died, he he okayed he okayed his uh, body. Uh, his brain and his spinal cord to be checked for CTE, uh, which uh, has gained a lot of traction and attention worldwide, particularly within within the NFL. Um, and they found out that he definitely had CTE and that, in fact, he had the worst kind of CTE and it was the cause for his ALS. Um, Kevin Turner also happened to be the lead plaintiff. Um, in the uh, in the lawsuit, uh, the litigation that is that the NFL is literally dealing with right, right now with former players, um, where they they settled out of court for a billion dollars. Yeah, they settled out of court for a billion. They're trying to figure out how to split up the money. The question that I have, and I'll start with you, Coach Joe, is start with me. <laughs> is um, <laughs> as a as a high school coach, um, how has or has the CTE sort of the, the attention that's been placed on it, has it affected your coaching or coaches in general? Uh, you know, because you're, you're a high school coach, you talk to other high school coaches. Has it affected the way that they've coached their players? Uh, yeah, well, we, we've, in the last couple of years, we've um, implemented different ways of tackling. Because mm-hmm. um, I was taught when I first learned tackle football to, you know, lead with the head. Yeah. And which you're not supposed to leave. Which you're not supposed to ever, do, ever, unless you want to be rolling yourself around the world, right? Um, but uh, Marvin Harrison threw a fit for three years straight because they told him he couldn't leave you with his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, now not Marvin Harrison, um, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a cold dude. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we 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 try to is we we teach the kids not to leave with their head. We teach them um, this new. Um, tackling that um actually Pete Carroll uh, Pete Carroll taught uh, mm-hmm. hawk tackling yep um where it, it's kind of like a uh you swoop in you grab a leg you keep your head away and you wrestle them down um I don't actually like that I actually uh, I think that actually increases um knee injuries and it also increases hip injuries if you're in the trenches when you're trying to make a tackle like that. It's better than a brain injury. It is better than a brain injury, but you don't want to end up like Bo Jackson, too. I'd rather have Bo Jackson than Kevin Turner. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, you know, um, we we look out for it. If, if, I'm on, if I see a kid come up and get a, a, a crucial hit yeah. and he's walking towards their sideline and he's on my team— I'm pulling them out. Let me ask you something, okay? Because your 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 team is now going into the playoffs. How many times have you seen in the games you've coached this season? How many times have you seen something like that happen? Oh, man, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Jai, my oldest son, on kickoff, decapitated a kid on another team, and where they had to stop the game and call the ambulance. Not literally. No, not literally, of course. But um, he's laid out, and the kid just complaining about his head. And then when we got him to the sideline, he starts foaming. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, and I'm I've like, seen that. whoa. 
yeah. you know. So I've seen. He that. ended up getting rushed to the hospital. You know, he's he's okay now. I checked him with their coach to see yeah. how he was doing, yeah. and and he he's well. But I mean, to see something like that, and then even with the other kids, when your kid does that to another kid, it's kind of like. They're super psyched because, oh, I just laid one out. Because we talk about laying them out, putting them in coffins, you know. But when you see it happen, you kind of like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. But when you see Again, it, when you see it happen, literally. when you see it happen, it's kind of like, okay, everybody take a knee, okay. You know, I usually tell my players, cross their hands, like in prayer form, and just silent, you know. When the kid gets up, you know, a good... Uh, round of uh, applaud. I, another thing that I, I'm actually doing is rugby tackling. Mm. You know, and, and I've, I've started doing that uh, last year, doing mm-hmm. rugby tackling because, you know, you still get that that force um, to be able to 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 come through, lead with your, your cheek to cheek, cheek to your inner cheek to their cheek by their hip. You mm-hmm. know. The booty cheek. The booty cheek. <laughs> and Slave. squeeze and roll. Whoa. So all that pause. <laughs> but, you know, Still with that formation, football, right? and, and if you watch rugby tacklers, uh, they play without pads. They right. play without plaids. They play without the helmets. helmets. The helmets, and, and they still have less concussions than the, soccer players. That's one of the that's one of the arguments out there is that the the armor within football kind of encourages bad behavior because it creates this false sense of security to and safety. bring what I don't know if you remember we watched uh, the Eagles play Sunday and we both looked at each other because we saw it there was two Eagles players I think there was two linemen who at the beginning of the yes. game got in a circle and they headbutted they each head-butted other they headbutted each other mm-hmm. before <laughs> it was the first drive <laughs> like, hey, and, Omar, it, and it was hard Omar, it was like I used to have people smack me like before the game like literally Smack me. Smack the fuck out of me. Smack. Ah! And I grab their helmet. I mean, and boom, without a helmet on. Yeah, see, that's why you, you know? have CTE. <laughs> so. But to, here's the thing. Like, when we're talking about what we're talking about today and who we're talking about, and you see two Philadelphia Eagles give themselves a concussion, which, yes. Because some of these players, they don't care. I know? get it. They just don't really care. Um... Chris Nowinski, he's one of the founders of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Basically, after um, they examined Kevin Turner's brain, he said, what Kevin Turner's case shows is that when you start playing football at five years old and you're successful, it destroys your brain. So if that's not sobering. Sorry, John Jakai. So let me so let me so let me so let me ask you this, right? You've got Logan. Yeah, he's Joey, great. you're who's safe. Who's a pup? Who's a who's a pup? Mm-hmm. And he sees he knows dad loves the Bears. Dad mm-hmm. he watches the Bears. Just like how you became a fan of the sport because yep. your dad watched the Saints. You you fell in love with the Saints. Moved on to the Bears. Are you letting him play football? Well, I have a 12-year-old. He plays tennis. <laughs> <laughs> but he will be playing football soon. <laughs> the only way my children can play football is okay. if they play quarterback. <laughs> it's the only way I'll let my children play football. Wow. They play any other position. And you the- are a diehard NFL fan. And yep. you said... Well, why wouldn't I want my child to play quarterback? The 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 the, the, the position that gets protected the most and gets paid the most. Why wouldn't I want my child? to Have play you quarterback? always? So let me ask you this, and then we'll move on. Have you always had that mentality or approach, or or is it because of what's been discovered? No, 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 not at all. I wanted Ethan to play football when he was younger. He didn't want to play football. He wanted to play basketball. Right. Um, I tried to get him to play football. He didn't want he. <laughs> He went to a practice of his his uh one of his cousins. He was like, "Nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's not for me." But like, you have to be a different type of person to play yeah, this sport. Yeah, you do. I agree. Yeah. And, and, and but and, he wants to play now, and that's mm. good. And, and, that's good. And, and at the age he is, he, he, he'll he understand. And with all this stuff, they're, they're coming out with new helmets. Mm-mm. Drew Brees you know? is real big on, so Drew Brees, Mm-mm. quarterback for the Saints, he's real big on saying, basically, have them play flag football mm-hmm. until they get to high school. I, I and I and I, I think I, I know what you're about to say, Joe. I feel the same way. Well, you need of, you need to get introduced to the contact. Part of the reason Otherwise, why you're he, not going to be a good part player. of the reason why he says that is that quote I read read from the um, Concussion Foundation. The, pro, the the main thing that they focused on was that he started at five years old, yep. and they talked to his father, Kevin Turner's father, and just coming to decisions if they would have 
played it differently until he got older, he would still be alive. ALS is a monster. Yeah, it is. Yes. I, I, I'll never forget year 2000. I worked across the street from a dentist's office and I went in first time because I just got my dental and my, my, everything worked out. So I'm going in. One of the sweetest ladies I ever met. She had two daughters. Father's not around. And she had ALS. And I'm getting my teeth clean. And I'm sitting there talking to her about what's going to happen to her daughters when, when she eventually dies. Because mm. it's a death sentence. And it's like, it's not, and he had it in what, two years? He had it in two years. Because which, he had the most severe form yeah. of CTE you can have, which onset ALS. Like he had, he got hit with a shotgun twice. And he yeah. died at 41. He got hit with a shotgun twice. That's I'm talking about CTE and ALS. It's like... But you, like I said, they're working on on trying to fix it and make it better. I, 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 you can't fix it when... Oh, uh, uh, when when it's, it's like it's like a ticking time bomb. You it's like a getting a car bomb. into a car accident, a running back, which is or, or full back. It's like getting into a car accident. I hear what game. you're saying, but you can't also go into a game like the football and be scared and think about ALS. Not if you're going to play. No, nah, if you and there's a lot of people going to play. A lot of people have to take care of their families. Yep. You know, you got kids in the projects. I get okay? it. Okay, and they they the only way out is what they do. And that's why they run around and they throw their body around. I get it. Is I that, get it. One hundred percent. You can't. You can't. You can't say, "Oh well, you know what? I guess I'll just live in, the, uh, in Jordan Downs for the rest of my life because do you, I'm, I don't want to get ALS." Do you see kids? So you don't? Would you say that it's been your experience? You don't really see kids really being affected by this. I know. I know parents are, but like, let's talk specifically about what we know most about, and it's kids that are from a, a from a different demographic, right? Where they do see football potentially as the way out. Are you seeing a change in the attitude of the kids? The kid, no. The the, the kids that need this, okay, they either have a wicked jump shot, or they can run and, and blow somebody up. They're not thinking about. They're not thinking, they're not about, thinking about that. Yeah. They're not. That's how I, I come from a single family. My mother raised me and, and my sister and my brother. You know, she worked uh, pretty much 15 hours a day. You know, she traveled from Baltimore to D.C., was up at 3.30 in the morning, got back at, at 11 o'clock, sometimes 12 o'clock at night. I saw her come in, food be in the microwave. She'd eat, kiss us, and go back to sleep for the next day. You know, my sons have it differently because they have two parents in the household. They don't have to play. You know, but I grew up and that's all I had. You know, so. And there's a lot of them like you. It's a lot of them. Before we, uh, before we talk about uh, the newest members of the Bad Name Ballers roster, I want to end with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Um, if I asked you right now, you know, we talked about the 20 games, past 20 games with the Green Bay Packers, 9 and 11. Who has the best record over the last 20 games? I'm not sure many people would come up with the Kansas City Chiefs Skinny's at favorite coach at 17 <laughs> and three, Mr. Andy Reid. The question that I got, and Les, I'll start with you: Is it real, or is it random? I think they're a good team, uh, not great. They have faults. I mean, their running backs stay hurt. Right, I mean, Jamal Charles stays hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they get in the playoffs, I think when you start playing better teams, it catches up with you. The lack of your starting running back. Andy Reid's lack of knowing how to manage the clock at the end of games. It comes back to haunt them, and that's when they lose. So they're good, but I don't think they go anywhere. <laughs> it's it's real and random at the same time. Yeah. It's real. Is it real random? It's, real random. it's really random. <laughs> okay. Part of the problem is, is they're good at everything, and you can't win uh, um, the prize being good at everything. You need to be great at some things. Right. They have a good quarterback. They have a good defense. They have, when the running backs are healthy, they have good running backs. Um, that's probably their best position when they are healthy. Um, they never have, they have a good, one good receiver. Like <laughs> Everything, the coaching is good. You have a good tight end. He's good. There's nothing Alex great. Smith 
could be a uh, Super Bowl quarterback no. though. I can yeah, tell you, why not? I, think you know, I don't think if Trent Dilfer can be a Super Bowl exactly. quarterback, Alex exactly. Smith can be a Super Bowl quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Because he's a manager. Yeah, yeah but Trent Dilfer was a manager. Yeah, he's better than Trent Dilfer. Yeah, yes, but they, they played with one of the greatest defenses all in the NFL. And guess what? That's not what you asked. Justin Houston comes back this week. Yeah, Justin Houston comes back this week, and he adds to the great defense that they've had. This year, so here's what I say. I think is they can't win in the playoffs. I think they're, there's I, teams that can beat them. I think it, I think it's random. If we go back to last year, right when they won ten in a row, they beat a bad Detroit Lions team. Okay, they and and we know in the NFL, especially in today, it's all about parity. Okay, under seven point wins: Buffalo, Oakland, Cleveland, San Diego. All right, when they played you guys in Baltimore last year, your starting quarterback was Jimmy Clausen. Okay, when they beat Denver last year, they whooped Denver. There was no Akeem Talib. There was no Demarcus Ware. There was no Emmanuel Sandals. Okay, they barely beat Jacksonville this year. They were life and death with San Diego in overtime at the beginning of the season. They beat a bad New York Jets team. Okay, their best win, arguably in the last two or one and a half seasons, Raiders? was the Raiders this year, twenty six to ten at Oakland. So on a muddy field, though. the Oakland, yeah, and 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 when they beat Oakland the first time last year, that was when David Carr three threw three pricks. So what I'm saying is, is I think it's incredibly random. I think to your point, Omar, I think they are good. Right. And they're well coached. They mm-hmm. win the games that they're supposed to win. It just so happened. And that what does that mean? That means that they're well coached. But who is coaching them? Oh, Andy Reid. OK. And what does he do? Uh, you tell me. I don't know where <laughs> he, Who did he coach for before? Philadelphia. OK. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to be good in the regular season and when the, the games matter. We're not going to be able to produce. They're just good. Yeah. They're and just good. good. That's is, what he. That's the type of coach he is. Good yeah. is not good enough. You, if you want to win the ship, you need to be great yeah. at something. And shit, he he might be in uh that 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 hot seat. You know, you're six and two, and then now he did his job. He got he got that done. Mm-hmm. Now you go into your second half of the season, which is one of, if not the the hardest, mm-hmm. maybe the second hardest. Um, league, you have uh, the Panthers, right? You have Buccaneers, mm-hmm. okay? You have at Bronco, at Falcons, you're home with the Raiders. Raiders are smoking away, yep. right? Yeah. And you got the Titans, which you probably get that win. And then you got the Broncos again. You got a tough schedule, bro. Are they going to win Sunday against the Panthers? Less. No, I have Panthers. Yeah, I got Panthers as well. Okay. Me three. All right. Well, um, let's talk about our two newest members of our. We're putting together the league ambassadors as we as we round out through the second half of the NFL season. We're going to put together our all time NFL bad name ballers. Uh, last week, uh, we introduced to you our center, Mister Dick Buckus, and then our quarterback, Mister Dick Felt. Uh, and this week, uh, we want to introduce our starting running back and our starting. Uh, tight end. Our, our running back is Mr. Ashton Yabuti. <laughs> so, Mr. Dick Felt. Actually, she has up right now. Let's we, we'll go to her. Oh, you got us. Rena's gonna take care of us. We're gonna show you Mr. Ashton Yabuti. He's a a six year NFL pro. No, that's 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 our that's our tight end. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> you only have one. There it is. Yeah. Mr. Ashton Yabuti. Yabuti. Six-year pro. Um, he hasn't played in about four or five years. Uh, he played for the Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars at the position of defensive back. But he's going to be our running back. Mr. Yabuti is going to be taking handoffs from Mr. Dick Felt. <laughs> so that'll be awesome. And then. Hey, uh, hold on. Yes. <laughs> I, I promise I won't go where I went. Um, <laughs> but, by whatever do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, your booty, the stuff that that Dev put on um, <laughs> the game, the Madden, is that him really playing the Madden? That's him. That yeah. guy. Apparently, he's really big. He's he's a really big. He has a big online presence because he's a Madden player. That's Mister from Liberia. So he plays Madden football. <laughs> he plays Madden football. Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. you hear what he commented about? You know, if you. Get, go to your booty. What? The balls drop. <laughs> then, did, you, did you listen to it? <laughs> that shit is hilarious. And that's it's <laughs> like I wanted to play him just to hand talk shit. And that's why he's taking handoffs from Mr. Dick Felt. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> felt his booty. 
<laughs> and so Mr. Dick Felt will be handing the ball off to Mr. Ashton Yabuti. He's taking a snap from Dick Buckus, okay? He's handing the ball off to Ashton Yabuti, but he's also going to be passing the ball to our tight end. Hmm. Our tight end is Mr. Fair Hooker. <laughs> He's going to pass the ball to the hooker. Can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. This was a real NFL player he le- from Los Angeles, no less. He's from Los Angeles? He's from L.A. He got to be from Los Angeles. He looked, fair like, he looked like he, he, he back looks in like, the day. He looks he, like he was pretty fair with hookers. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, looked like, it looked like he was where my money at. <laughs> yeah. Run me my money. <laughs> he was a six-year pro, played for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, at the position of wide receiver. He's definitely from Los Angeles, went to Arizona State. Uh, Mr. Fair Hooker is the league so ambassador. Right now we bag. have yes. quarterback Dick Buckus. No, center. Center, center, center Dick, Dick Buckus. Buckus. Center Dick Buckus. Quarterback Dick Felt. Yes. We have. Handing the ball off to Ashton Yabuti. Yabuti. <laughs> we got running back Ashy Booty. And then we and passing the ball to, up the seam to, to tie fair in hooker. Fair Hooker. To Mr. Fair Hooker. We are a bunch of five. <laughs> Yo, Next week, no, we we're not more. done yet. And we're not done yet. There's Y'all 22 are. spots on the roster. Y'all are assholes. <laughs> and I mean that. The whole middle of it. <laughs> Suckers. All right. Let's get to our game previews. Uh, the three big games we got this weekend are Seattle, New England, uh, Dallas, Pittsburgh. Both of those are Super Bowl rematches. Super Bowl 49 was also known as the Malcolm Butler Bowl. Uh, that's Seattle, New England. Uh, we're all on the Pats, and I think we don't have to spend much time on that. Uh, the Seahawks are on a short week. The Pats are coming off of a bye. The Seahawks are third to last in opponent third down conversion and 25th in defensive passing. Um, this is probably going to be a route. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, and then we have the Cowboys and Steelers, a rematch. Actually, these two teams have met in the Super Bowl twice. Super Bowl ten, Lynn Swan was the MVP. And then Super Lynn Bowl 30, 30 with Larry Brown. Uh, Les, you got the Steelers. We're all on the Cowboys. You picking the Steelers. Because he's a hater. You know what? Let's see him do it. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to build my lead in the game pit. <laughs> How about that? Exactly I'm trying what that to build is. my lead. He ain't got nothing to lose. That he got the, a couple games. So that was the one you wanted to zag That's on. the one I wanted to zag All on. right. Interesting. Romo, full week of practice. Is it still Dak? He's still the number it's three still quarterback. Dak. He's still nah, number three he, I don't even think, I don't think Romo's dressing. Yeah, because he's number yeah, three. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's he's not, not going to dress. He's not going to dress. Yeah. Okay, so you feel like Joe, Jerry Johnson's going to do the right thing. He has to do the right thing. Okay. Or else he'll lose fans. But then again, I don't know. We just got a new. <clears throat> Everything's changed. Everything's changing. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, and then finally, the Monday Night Football matchup. We got the Bengals versus the Giants. Uh, I call this the UK Bowl because <laughs> both of those teams went over to London. Uh, we're sorry that that's what you got. Uh, the Bengals was in a tie over there. The Giants thrashed the Rams kind of barely, actually. Um, that's a Monday Night Football. We're all on the Giants. Um, I, you know, the Bengals are coming off of a bye, but they struggle on the road and defensively. Uh, they struggle in the passing game. And you know, as I said, I said last week, you know, the 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 Giants are in the middle of a three game homestand, um, and I think they're going to win all three at home. Uh, this will be number two. They go against the Bengals, and so that's what we got. Uh, before we get out of here, let's get our fantasy recommendations. Omar, <laughs> who you got this week? I'm going Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're listening. I'm going my quarterback. I told you off of injuries that boy can play. Bye week is the same thing. He got two. He got <laughs> he three times know. a year. He's your quarterback now? Three times a year. <laughs> Sorry. When he balls out. Off those two injuries and off the bye. And, that's when, and that's when he's your quarterback. I'm picking him this week. Jay Cutler. <laughs> against Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and that sucky defense. Jay Cutler, a wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, running back on my flex is Jordan Howard. Less who you got. I'm going to at least hit two out of those three. <laughs> I actually have Jameis Winston against your uh, Bears. And you haven't seen how we play defense and we, and we we'll, healthy. We'll see. All right. <laughs> then I got Antonio Brown and David Johnson. Okay. Coach Joe, who you got? Give us some obscure ones as we take shots. Let's get out of here. Well, I'm not. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. I got Tom Brady. The sure thing. He's 70-70% right now. 
And I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Ivory. Okay, last oh week he had a... Oh, my gosh. He had a good if one last week. If you pick one more, I have Chris Ivory and Tom Brady as well. Who's your last one? Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Then you gotta give us somebody, uh-huh. give us somebody else. Terrell's playing tonight. No one knows about that. Well, I have, I have to go with him. Okay. Well, I had it's too late now. I, I mean, I can give you somebody else. No, no, no. That's oh. okay because I don't want you to actually pick the right one because then that'd be a whole that'd other be scary. thing. Yeah, Odell Beckham is bedroom. my third one. He's just getting started. I, that's who I was gonna pick too. Shut up. I'm in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> With that, folks, we thank you for tuning in take, and visiting us at 32 take Kings pictures, Road. Joe. Shut up. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We're everywhere on social media. Follow us at The League AM. Go to our YouTube channel. Visit our website. You. Cheerio. C. Mm-mm. L- That's enough of that. Shots. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>